Hey, Frontier Church, tomorrow is week four in our sermon series on 1 John that we're calling Eternal Life Now. So guys, like always, before we start praying tonight, just make sure to choose a physical environment that is as close to distraction-free as possible, and that's going to be conducive to hearing from God. If you need to pause the podcast, go ahead and do that, right? If you need to find somewhere comfortable to sit, wait until the kids are in bed, make your iPhone silent, get out your journal, make yourself a cup of hot tea, but whatever you do, just be intentional about positioning yourself to hear from God tonight. Tomorrow's text is 1 John chapter 2, verses 7 through 14. And I, I want to begin listening prayer tonight by simply drawing your attention to one phrase in the text. John says, Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. So as you transition into prayer tonight, and as you become aware of God's presence in your life tonight, simply allow that text to bounce around in your head a little bit. Be curious about it. Ask God some clarifying questions about it. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light. Brotherly love is different from worldly love. It's different because it's a love that Jesus was crucified to purchase and give to us. It's uniquely brotherly love because it's a unique type of love that only finds expression within the family of the New Testament church where blood-bought people gather together as a family. So it almost goes without saying, but... This love is precious, and it's the only hope that we have at experiencing unity in divisive times. 
It's a love that it's not self-interested. It's not self-motivated. It's not vain. Brotherly love doesn't have any ulterior motives. It's not cheap, fleeting, diminishing love. But it's costly, enduring, and replenishing love. Do you know this love, guys? So take a moment to ask God to thank God that he has empowered you for brotherly love. Because Jesus died for you, you can love other people. Because Jesus sent his Holy Spirit to indwell you, you can love other people. Do you really believe that you can grow in brotherly love? Whoever loves his brother abides in the light. Is there anything in your life that's impeding this type of love being perfected in you? I mean, it might be distraction. Maybe you spend most of your time distracted. You're constantly multitasking. You're constantly wondering what unanswered emails are in your inbox, what text messages might be waiting for you on your iPhone. And so you're too distracted to really cultivate brotherly love in your life. Is this you? It may be selfishness. Maybe your life is really hard right now and deep down, you want the world to suffer alongside of you. So it becomes impossible to even tolerate somebody else's joy, let alone to love them by increasing their joy. It becomes impossible to want others to grow in Christ-likeness. It becomes impossible to see others flourish. It becomes impossible to want what's best for others because our misery demands company. Is this you? It may be theological. 
Maybe you believe that God saved you to simply have the right password at the end of your life. To you, Christianity is not Christianity is only about giving God the right password at the end of your life so that he lets you into heaven. Maybe you have no idea that Christianity is about eternal life now, about God's love manifesting itself through you now. And guys, I don't know what's impeding your ability to love your brother and abide in the light. And maybe you don't either. But I think that God will be faithful in revealing it to you in this next moment, helping you repent, and then healing you. Trust him and move in that direction with him. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light. And guys, here's the good news of the gospel. Jesus doesn't just command us to love our brothers. Jesus himself loves his brothers. Like he actually does it, right? Hebrews chapter 2 verse 11 says that Jesus is not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters. And the picture of the context around Hebrews chapter 2 is almost impossible to fathom. And it's worth using all of your intellectual energy and focus to picture. In context, the picture is one of Jesus surrounded by his heavenly assembly. Surrounded by these powerful angelic creatures and these mighty seraphim who made the Old Testament prophets fall to their faces and worship. And in the midst of this incredible heavenly assembly who is shouting praises and singing worship to the enthroned throned King Jesus, there's you, you and all your weaknesses, little you and all your infirmities and struggles and all of your pathetic imperfections. And Jesus points at you in the midst of the divine assembly and he's not ashamed of you. You're his brother. 
You're his sister and he loves you. That's amazing. Did you know that Jesus embodies brotherly love towards you? Church, just take a moment to simply receive that and praise him for that. Well, amen. Guys, some of you are going to need more time practicing solitude after this podcast because maybe there's just been a deep pocket of your heart that's been exposed in prayer. And if that's you, don't prematurely end your solitude with the Lord just because Saturday's in the Spirit's over. Shut the podcast off and keep listening to God. But if that's not you, two things. First, I know a lot of married couples like to pray Saturdays in the Spirit together. So after this podcast, let me just encourage you guys. Ask one another what God revealed to you, what you experienced, what you felt like you learned in prayer, what you feel like God was teaching you in this time. This can be an incredible moment of friendship for married couples. And second, come to church tomorrow ready to embody brotherly love towards somebody. As you drift off to sleep tonight, ask God to give you a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom or a word of encouragement for somebody at church tomorrow. If they are anything like me, then your word has the potential to be the most edifying moment in church tomorrow. Because for me, when a church member who I know loves God and loves me, gives me a word, it's encouraged me like almost nothing else in the the world, you guys. So, So seek to do that for somebody. Seek to actually put brotherly and sisterly love to practice tomorrow morning in our gathering. So I love you guys and I'll see you tomorrow.